this is episode number 44 of Ships on our transformation into data. Welcome to Ships. My name is Pat McAndrew and I am a professional actor, speaker, and coach. In every episode, we discuss a message related to the most important vessels in our lives. Thanks for being here today. Now let's set sail. get a little difficult to imagine what Facebook used to be like when it first started out. I've been on the platform for about 12 years now, which is crazy. And it's interesting to reflect back on what Facebook was when I first joined back in 2007. Wall posts were a big thing. There were no cover photos, no like buttons, and there was no news feed in existence. The ads were minimal, and it resembled more of a messaging platform than a social hub to find out all the going-ons. Fast forward to today, and Facebook has become a virtual reality of sorts. We spend so much time on the site and app, and it shapes our lives on an unconscious level. We also have other social media platforms like Twitter and Instagram, where we can broadcast ourselves for all the world to hear. I believe ads are changing our minds. How does this shape our thinking? When we get ads tailored to us, how does this affect the way we process our lives, our behaviors, and our decisions? Now, I'm very much into personal and professional development, and because of this, I receive ads which are unasked for on my newsfeed out the wazoo. These ads are telling me how I should take advantage of this product and this service so as to live my best life. I'm sure I'm not the first to say that this can take a toll. I start believing that my life has to be a certain way in order for me to be happy based on the ads that I'm receiving, saying that, oh, your life can be better if you purchase this product, or your life can revolutionize and become extraordinary if you purchase this service. Social media redefines what happiness is supposed to mean instead of defining it for ourselves. These advertisements sell us on a vision that can be better for our future. There isn't much room for introspection online. Because social media has become so prevalent in our lives over the past decade or so, there is no telling how much of an influence it has had over our lives thus far. Has it made us happier or has it made us much more depressed? General conversation may tell us happier as we are able to stay better connected with those in our network, but research would argue otherwise as depression and anxiety are currently through the roof. This is why I've been so hesitant to step into other platforms besides Facebook. I just recently joined Instagram and it's really kind of been this situation where like I'm on it I feel like I should be on it but I haven't really gotten into it yet I had a Twitter for a hot second thanks to some friends who created my profile and I've never had Snapchat and I've just had a smartphone for about a year now a lot of this makes me wonder if social media did not exist how would our life be different 
we would, of course, be unaware of this unknown power. Those who have quit social media cold turkey, however, claim that they have never felt better. Still, is social media presence required nowadays when you're trying to get a message out? That's where everyone's attention is, so one would think that it should be a requirement to be on these platforms. But when your message is encouraging the population to come back to human relationships and engage less with technology, how do you create that balance? Never before has technology and society had such a grip on our emotions and our behaviors, and humans have always cared about what others think and have always wanted to be noticed to a certain degree, but it has never been at these extremes before. I talked a few episodes ago about Yuval Noah Harari and his incredibly insightful book, Homo Deus. It's a book that I highly recommend, and it gives some interesting perspectives on how we as humans adopt certain ideas about ourselves and the world. Now, in his last chapter, he discusses how it is a real possibility that humans will see data processing as a new religion of sorts and that we are already heading in that direction through our infatuation with technology. He argues that humans may start to find meaning in data rather than themselves. He quotes, Humanism holds that experiences occur inside us and that we ought to find within ourselves meaning of all that happens, thereby infusing the universe with meaning. Dataists believe that experiences are valueless if they are not shared and that we need not, indeed cannot, find meaning within ourselves unless we share these experiences. This begs the question, in the direction we are going, do experiences mean anything if they are not posted, shared, or liked with the online population? If our experiences, our human experiences, are not turned into data that is going to be consumed. If I have an amazing trip doing community service in a village in a underdeveloped nation, is it more meaningful if I post and share it with others on social media? We are beginning to mold ourselves into data through social media platforms. We are becoming one with them, and as we go through this process, it changes our thought processes, often without us realizing it. We must ask ourselves, how far are we willing to trust ourselves to data? Can we pull back, or has society made it so essential that it's already too late? And I think this is an important thing to think about is that data last year surpassed oil with regards to its value. And data is only going to become more valuable. You know, we saw this with the whole Cambridge Analytica scandal of them using our data in order to propel a wide variety of campaigns, primarily political campaigns. And this data, our data, our personal data is being used against us. And now we are being seen as data. We're being seen as this commodity that companies are able to use and sell and profit from and that advertisers are able to take advantage of as well. And we're so unconscious of it because when we're on social media, these ads and these little triggers that are within our social media feeds are mixed in with 
pictures of our friends and family having a good time at a wide variety of different destinations or them sharing their experiences with us. So we don't really pick up on the fact that we are being manipulated and that we're really transforming in this data that is being used for profit. I think as time goes on, we're going to be seeing this movement of, at least hopefully, individuals taking ownership of their data, taking ownership of their personal data, and then being able to use or sell that in any which way that they want to. But we're not at that point yet. We're at a point now where our data is being used against us to profit others. It's this really big question when you really take a step back and you really see what the online universe is becoming really outside of social media and how so much of our online activity is able to be tracked and a wide variety of organizations are able to take our data, figure out what our personality is, and then in all honesty, plan out our actions for us, plan out how we live our lives, plan out what we are going to do with our lives to a certain degree. It really is fascinating. It's like these big questions that sometimes I probably think about too often, but that are important to discuss, which is why I'm bringing it up on the Ships podcast today. It's really important that we be mindful of our online activity because it's almost become this second world in addition to our real tangible reality that we are living. That this online universe is this whole other animal that we're only just beginning to scratch the surface of. So really think about this. Really think about the impact that social media is having on you because so much of it is going over our heads. So much of it is affecting us in ways we don't even understand and it's affecting us in ways that are causing us to act, that are causing us to feel divided within the nation as well because certain ads, and this goes into the whole fake news thing, Certain ads are being targeted to certain groups of people, and a lot of this information is not real. It's a slippery slope. It really is a slippery slope, and it becomes a dangerous slope as well. So it's just really important to be mindful of this, to be aware of it, and to make sure that we live out our lives the best way that we can for ourselves. So if you think this episode will really resonate with someone, perhaps you know someone who is living pretty much their whole life online and is completely unaware of the effects that it's having on them as individuals, feel free to share this episode with them if you think it will really resonate with them. You also have the opportunity to leave a review on this episode, on this podcast. I would really appreciate it. Leave me a comment, subscribe. Also, if you have the Anchor app, feel free to call in and leave a voicemail. I would love to hear from you. You also have the opportunity to support this podcast. Supporting this podcast will allow me to continue producing episodes with amazing and inspiring guests and messages. So feel free to support if you can. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Ships, everyone. I really hope that it 
brought awareness to a very important issue that we all need to be looking at as technology continues to advance. I hope it allowed you to think a little bit more about these things. Think a little bit more about your online activity as well. So thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you all in the next episode of Ships. Ships.